Oh, wow. Uh, wow. 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 to the banter club sa uh we're back again so today i am joined by my my regulars uh, the guys are always here uh, we have jackie <laughs> jackie what's up i'm good my brother how are you man i'm all right i'm all right i'm all right well, um, how how are you there yeah 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 get up right now i oh double good double good so gents um another week or two weeks has passed now um and yeah, we're back. Um, what's been happening? Um, shall we? Shall we? Shall we dive into the the, the, the first topic of uh, of the week? Yeah, let's get into All it. All right. Um, shall we go? Shall we? Soma go into the proteas. Um, Soma, we can we can we can dissect how they have won three uh, 0 whitewash. Um, probably the first time whitewash against India in a yeah. long, long time. Mm-hmm. So, how did you guys find mm-hmm. that? Well, I mean, on my side, I think it's a great boost for Proteas. I mean, you're playing against the number one ranked team in the world. And um, coming up, coming from the Test Series win, and you managed to win now a whitewash against um, India, I think it's a good one. For me, I think uh, they, someone probably gave them our episode two weeks back and said, you see, Hey guys, hey guys. Um, a lot of people are not happy with what ha- what's happened at the proteas. They probably listened to everything they di- They basically dissected everything that we said, because what I saw, particularly in the last uh, in the last game in the test match, the test series, and the ODI, I was really really impressed. And the amount of resilience shown by the team was absolutely brilliant. Uh, particularly from Quentin Dukok. Dukok was superb in the uh, ODI series. So it's, it's something refreshing to see. And I like the fact that um, we didn't have the likes of Rabada, and, but we still performed very, very, very well. But Vuma also stepped up a little bit there. So it looks positive. I just hope and pray that we continue this momentum uh, because we still have a T20 World Cup coming uh, in, in October. So it'll be great just to have a momentum going into the tournament. I think for me, um, it, was, it was quite interesting seeing um, someone like Malcolm come to the fold and actually contribute uh, with both the bat and ball, um, especially after the, the test series he had. I mean, it felt like he was such a new player. Um, so, so that was interesting. Uh, who's this? Uh, Rassi van der Dissen. He, he performed, apparently, if I could be wrong, but he exceeded... Um, 200 runs without really getting out um, up until that last test, so it was it was it was very good. But I want to I wanted to find out. So how do you feel about our chances at the at the World Cup later? T20 World Cup or the 50 World Cup? Kind of which one is first? It's the T20, now. Yeah, T20 this Yeah, yeah. How do you, how do you feel about us? Because uh, as much as 50 over is not the same, but how do you feel about our chances? Actually, let's let's sort of go for both World Cups. How do you feel about our chances there after the series? Uh, uh, it's 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 very tricky, man, because it's still very very early. And remember, 
we usually do relatively well at home. Uh, and whenever whenever I see the proteas, we do well. We go when we go to um, um, other countries, your Australia, your India. We struggle there. I'm just praying that um, we get enough enough um, um, uh, matches be- be- just before the World Cup and just have momentum. I think that will really really benefit us because one thing that really we really struggled in the T20 World Cup, the previous World Cup last year, was that. Not having enough cricket also really damaged us because going into the first game, we could see that the players were not really um, um, strong enough to, to compete. But only at a later stage when we started having a momentum where we started actually uh, performing. So I would, I would like us to have at least enough matches before we get into the T20 World Cup. Maybe we can get something from it. Going into the 50 overs World Cup, I think if if if... If we're patient enough with this crop of players, um, uh, we, we, we can perhaps get something. Uh, but now, the thing is with the pro tiers, as much as you can perform going into the tournament, uh, you, you go into the tournament as the, one of the favorites, we don't um, perform and you end up choking like we always do. So it'll be interesting to see how we, 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 we approach it this time around. If, 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 if we get enough competition going into the 50 overs World Cup, I think we have something. But the T20 World Cup, I think it's a more of you need instant players. You need players who can, who can grind your result at any time. And South Africa is not that kind of a cricketing nation when it comes to T20. But we do have the players who have the ability to actually do something from it. So it's still very early. But if I have to talk about the T20 World Cup, we may have a chance to reach at least the semifinals. But the 50-over World Cup was still, for me, very, very early for me to say that we can actually win or actually reach a semi-final. Yeah, no. I think, I think for me, it's... it's um, Like, what scares me the most right now is that, um, like, as I was watching the third test, uh, I think in the middle overs, I mean, we were going well. We had um, two set batsmen, and everything seemed to be going along well. I think the partnership between the clock and... Um, who's this guy and Funded Dyson um, was going well and then we lost two quick wickets and then immediately after that because we were already projecting a score of like around 350 plus um, mm-hmm. during the, the uh, just before as we were about to enter our four, uh, the 40th over but everything just went pear-shaped after that and we only ended up getting uh, into the 280s which, which, which got us the win but at the same time, when you look at that, like, um, I mean, we were, I think, six down and already you were looking at that lineup and you were like, oh, there's not, there's not enough firepower here to get us over the line. And I think that's going to be a big concern for the 50 over game because I think we, we tend to struggle in the middle overs. And that's something that we definitely need to fix um, going forward because it's going to cost us a lot. And and now also with the with the drama that's happening around Mark Boucher, I mean, I mean this this is definitely not the the best way to to gear up for for the upcoming uh, tournament. But um, in saying that, at the same time, I think you have you have we have an abundance of talent. So hopefully, I think we just need to get our balance correct. Um, I mean, again, we need we need a proper all rounder. I don't know if Petro Guy has. Has played enough. Um, I think that he needs he needs to play some more. We need to see him a bit more because I mean um, we saw the last time he wasn't included in the squad, 
and we struggled, especially just lower in the lower uh, batting order. So I think first we need to fix that, um, especially when it comes. Um, and then in terms of T20, I think when we when we start, we always quite dreadful. We mm-hmm. we we we're quite slow because I was watching the uh, what's this um, the West Indies versus uh, England recently, and I mean if we are not careful, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough tournament for us because um, I mean Jason Holder performed very well with the ball there. You have um, the English side in the second T uh, Twenty who also kind of uh, stifled um, the West Indies. So everyone is looking to win the game early. So it's going to be very, very important that we fix our our game, especially when it comes to T20 in the beginning. That power play, we need to make the most of it. Um, we've never really been good at the power play because I think, because, um, yeah, just with our cricket culture, I mean, we, 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 mm-hmm. we, we struggle when the, when, the, when, the, when the guys are close in. Um, in terms of like the fleet, um, the power play, so we'll see going forward. Um, but yeah, it, sh- it should be two interesting tournaments. Yeah. Since we've lost Mahal, I think I think we can probably move on to the to the next one. Yeah, Afcon. Um, we have now reached the round of sixteen. But before we get into the round of sixteen, uh, a lot of South Africans were happy last week. They were very much as ecstatic that. Um, that the nemesis, uh, uh, Ghana were knocked out of the <laughs> were knocked out of the tournament because it, 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 uh, the fact that um, the captain got a red card really really um, affected them early on and they ended up losing that game and the manner in which they lost that game was very, very painful. There was a lot of expectations because whenever Ghana goes into tournaments like Afcon, people are expecting them to at least reach out, reach the knockout stages and perhaps. Um, get something but the when the man in which they lost this tournament or the, the man in which they were knocked out it was very very disappointing and so the knockout stages started this week i was in fact it was on sunday um where gabon gabon lost in on penalties in a very dramatic uh court of um was it, last 16 they lost 7-6 on penalty it was a very interesting game because throughout the entire game uh, Burkina Faso were, lead, they were leading the game and then they conceded a late goal, an own goal um, in the 95th minute where Gabon equalized and the game went to extra time where it was just it was just very, very tactical in the middle of the park there and they went to penalties and Burkina Faso won seven season penalties. But the, for me, the most interesting game was yesterday where the favorites uh, and during the group stages, Nigeria were knocked out by Tunisia. I, I just did not expect that. I did not expect it because um, they were the only team that won all three of the group stages matches. And so they had a 100% record. But the manner in which they lost to Tunisia, Tunisian side that really going into the, um, that game had a lot of pressure because a majority of the players tested positive for COVID. So it was very, very um, interesting to see uh, what was going to happen because a lot of people expected Nigeria to actually um, get that win and because they had an advantage. But Tunisia immediately when they got the 1-0 lead, it was just never meant to be for, 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 for Nigeria. But what's also very interesting, throughout the last, or all the games over in the last 16, there have been red cards, uh, which has raised a lot of questions of 
whether or not um, this, the referee is, is, is up to standard because of um, the manner in which the VAR has been used. So it's been a very um, mixed emotions throughout the last couple of days. Uh, Cameroon also going through winning 2-1 against Comoros. And another interesting game between them is that Comoros uh, fielded uh, their left back as a goalkeeper because their um, um, first first uh, first team goalkeeper um, was injured and their second and third, uh, third goalkeeper tested positive for COVID. So they were forced to uh, field their left back as a goalkeeper who did exceptionally well. So they, they, they really showed us a lot of um, shocking things yesterday. And uh, Cameroon, for, for a moment, I actually thought they were going to lose that game. But one thing that I enjoyed in that game was the, the, free, uh, the, the free kick scored by Comoros, which perhaps is probably the best goal we've seen in the entire tournament. And then Senegal winning 2-0 against Cape Verde, uh, a Cape Verde side that got two red cards. Mane uh, scoring his first goal, scoring his second goal in the tournament. So yeah, man, it, 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 it's been a refreshing um, a, a couple of days in the, in the tournament because ever since our last episode where we were complaining about the standing with regards to the goals, the one, not, not enough goals, but ever since that episode, there's been a lot of goals, there's been a lot of moments that we've really enjoyed. And it looks as if AFCON uh, is now starting to gain, to gain momentum. So I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to see what Morocco and um, uh, Malawi are going to give us and the big game between Egypt and uh, Cote d'Ivoire tomorrow. But, but I mean, look, um, we've seen, I think, uh, obviously the Premier League is, 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 is different because it's a, it's a, it's a league format and um, games can, can be um, rescheduled. But where, where is the fairness in, in terms of uh, a team feeling they left back as a, as a goalkeeper? Is there, is there any sort of fairness in that? Is that, is that how... Was that game supposed to go ahead? Because uh, is, is it fair to for Comoros? I mean, already they're not the the, the biggest nation, um, and they come into the tournament, they get COVID, um, and they they can't feel most of their players. So, how fair is that? And and going forward, does that probably like threaten the integrity of of, of the tournament? Yeah, but remember, I think it's a very similar situation as the the situation the Chiefs is in right now. Whereby you know that immediately when you um, start a qualifier, there's there's um, there's an agreement that you sign as um, a national federation that find you're gonna comply with all the rules that that are set by CAF, and then those rules at the end of the qualifiers, then uh, CAF sits down with the committees. And they said, uh, can we use the same uh, documents in the actual tournament itself? Then they give them to um, the football federations where they need to assess if they've got any queries or if they've got any appeals with regards to that. They need to uh, inform CAF. Uh, in such a situation where you now agree with CAF and you sign, you sign, sign that document and then send it to CAF, I don't see any problem. But now, if when receiving the document and after assessing it with uh, the, the relevant people, uh, medical practitioners and legal practitioners, and you inform them what will happen in this given situation, we then consider that from, the, from, 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 from that federation and say that, fine, 
in such a situation, this is what's supposed to happen. And can they apply such? And if, if, if CAF don't consider that, then we can see that we can, we can now officially see that there's a big problem. But now if that federation tells CAF and says, you know what, okay, fine. We have an incident that might transpire during the tournament like this because there have been um, precedent in different um, tournaments or different leagues across the world that are very similar to this. Uh, and then Kev says that, okay, fine. Um, why don't you have an extra goalkeeper? Remember, as much as they say, fine, you, 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 you may bring three goalkeepers. I think Kev here perhaps have, have, have an exception whereby they can say that you can have an extra goalkeeper for, for such a given situation. You may find that when choosing the, the squad, Comoros, they only chose three goalkeepers. But maybe at that time, they did not think that um, three of the goalkeepers, two, two of them are going to contract COVID and one is going to get injured. Hence, they only had three goalkeepers. But now if you're smart enough, one can also argue and say that, why don't you have maybe four extra goalkeepers? You see? So for me, the only problem arises when um, um, you already informed CAF prior the tournament itself that this might happen and if we do not uh, make means to, to try and um, 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 try and um, stop that from happening um, we, 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 we will basically be uh, damaging the integrity of the tournament but in this case Comoros, not Comoros, Comoros did agree with CAF they agree with the agreement and, and they signed the agreement and they went to participate at CAF. Hence, when they, 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 they informed the public that two of their players, two of the goalkeepers tested positive for COVID and one got injured, they did not um, request CAF to postpone it whatsoever. Instead, they, <clears throat> they, 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 they decided that let's field our left back as a goalkeeper in this situation because if we do not um, adhere to that agreement, then we're going to be forfeiting the game and will therefore face further con legal consequences in terms of rules and per perhaps FIFA rules. Mm. Uh, no, no. So it's, I a very, it's a very similar, similar situation to Kaiser Chiefs, basically, whereby there was an agreement or there was a secular, and th this secular was um, presented to all of the 32 teams and all the 32 teams agreed. They signed the, the agreement and nobody complained. Oh, the only person that complained, if, if memory remembers, was that was uh, Tim Sugaz, who did say that in the long run, this may be a problem. You see, mm. in the long run, this may be a problem. But it was more of saying that, informing them, or perhaps we should try and consider this otherwise. But Kaiser Chiefs, in this case, in their case, they signed the agreement and we agreed with the agreement. That's why um, during the meeting in the minutes, they it did indicate that all 32 clubs agreed and they signed. There was no um, um, negating the agreement itself. Therefore, the, 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 the motion was passed and everything was processed. Now, when Kaiser Chiefs comes to, to picture and say that, okay, um, we're requesting a postponement of our games in December, it raises a lot of hope for the PSL now because those two seculars that were agreed upon at the beginning of the season ne, that Kaiser Chiefs did sign to are enforced. Now, while all of a sudden, are you trying to forget about those two seculars and requesting the postponement? 
you understand me? So it, it, sometimes, sometimes it may seem fair, but now we need to remember that there are laws in place and laws can be challenged. Yes, they can be challenged, but if there's an agreement amongst, amongst uh, organizations or, or, or associations and they, they do not um, inform or alert the, the Football Federation that this in the long run can cause problems, how do you expect uh, the, um, the, the, the Football Federation to react? You understand me? So, so we need to remember that sometimes clubs tend to disagree on something, but when something happens, they forget about that agreement. And we forget that um, a, contract, a contract is effective until the end of that season or until the end of that tournament. So we need to adhere and respect and comply with it. We can't know all of a sudden because you are in this situation, forget about that agreement that you are as a signatory to it. If, if now we're going to say that, then we're going to open a lot of problems to, 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 to other uh, countries or other nations, um, whereby we could be saying that when an incident like this happens, this is what's supposed to happen. So remember, we don't, we don't want to set bad precedent. So Comoros, instead of requesting for postponement, they knew that we agreed to this. So let's try and find an, another alternative of, of playing the game, which they did. They found a left back. They decided that that left back is going to be the goalkeeper. And they went to compete against Cameroon, which they lost. But the performance for me by Comoros was just incredible. So yeah, man, it's just a legal thing. But I understand you when you say that the integrity of the tournament could be to an extent, uh, could be damaged. But we should also remember that um, we are in difficult times now, COVID. And I can guarantee all these uh, federations across the world or all these associations, they sat down and they uh, scrutinized various ways of um, of, of, of approaching such given situations and it will be unfair for us now to say that fine they did not consider such a situation you understand and uh, I don't expect a big 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 um, um, thingy federation such as CAF to not have considered um, a similar challenge like this it will be really really mind boggling because there's a lot of um, precedent that has been set across different tournaments, different leagues. I'm sure in the Euro, something like this happened. It was just not publicized. So we can't say uh, uh, the integrity of the tournament to an extent it would be damaged in, if, if we are saying it in that way. But if, if, if we're going to say uh, at first glance, I would agree with you if I want to say that, that, uh, that the integrity of the tournament could be damaged. Mm. I know that the Euros, they were hiding too much. They were <laughs> hiding way too much. You, because remember there was that incident with uh, with Mason Mount and um, I can't remember who else. I think Ben Chilwell, um, mm -hmm. where they were they were like kind of ousted from the squad from the England squad uh, for breaking COVID protocols and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So one wonders if there were actually cases that nobody actually reported. But anyway, Mohao, um, I just wanted to get your your view quickly um, while we're on Fcon. Uh, we also saw that. Um, there, there was a stampede. Um, it seems like a lot of the media houses are not really picking up on it, um, mm -hmm. where there were eight people that, uh, that were killed and apparently 50 injured in, uh, in, in, in what was seen as a stampede outside the, 
the 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 um the the, the stadium there in Cameroon that hosted um Cameroon and and uh, uh who's this who, who who were they playing again? Comoros. Yes, Comoros. Yes. Um. So 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 so. Can you just give us uh, some light there? If um, what what's your feeling on that? I mean, uh, we've seen this with with, with Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, we've seen this already. I mean, in uh, in England, um, the in '96 um, when uh, in, in in Sheffield, if if I'm not mistaken, we've seen this apparently also um, in in Cairo, uh, where where 19 people died. So. <sighs> What's your feeling around around the situation that happened there in um, just outside the stadium with people losing their lives? I mean, as you've mentioned, the the couple of events that took place all around the world, my my understanding was would be that I mean we know that such things might happen. The question would be how prepared was Cameroon to avoid such things when it comes to stadiums, especially when it comes to the host nation, because, I mean, they are playing at home. Um, clearly, fans, rather, a lot of fans who will come through are home-based people, the Cameroonians. So my question was that, were they really, really prepared when it comes to avoiding such situation? And, I mean, as things stands, we saw six people passed away and then there are a lot of injuries. And apparently, um, you know, it looks like the number might increase, but um, let's hope for the best so that it should stay on six people and no more than that. But it's, it's kind of disappointing when it comes to um, how they've managed to, to, to try and avoid such situation, especially when it comes to um, games which involve their home team. Because, I mean, clearly that's where... Um, you're likely to expect a lot of fans coming through to the stadiums as well. Yeah, because I, I see as well, man, um, just to just to also as an update, apparently they say it's um, A to pass on. Um, if I could be wrong, there, there were two women um, who were so, um, supposedly in their 30s. Um, there was one person who was also taken away by the family, whose body was taken away by the family. Um, so I don't think... That person could be identified. Apparently, there was also four men in their thirties um, that mm. passed on one child. Um, yes, and that 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 were the eight um, that that uh, that uh, unfortunately lost their lives. And apparently, fifty. Some apparently, um, it's estimated to be fifty people who were injured and rushing. And um, apparently, some of them it was it was quite difficult to get them to the hospital for to get much needed attention. Um, so this this is very sad. Um, just just uh, I think from my side, I think we we've we've seen that every time whenever our our, our African countries or um, some of the big games play, we know that we always have a problem in terms of crowd attendance, and um, it's 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 so sad that it has to happen in at such a big tournament. Um, so ah man. It it always has to be Africa, doesn't it? Um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's that's always, um, and, and 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 things need to we need to probably ask questions of of the fit of um of Kafia. We need to ask questions of uh, of the Cameroonian uh, government as well. What was their part in this? Because um, I mean, we all know. I mean, they they want their their country to do well. Um, people obviously want. So it's, it's yeah, it's 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 very very sad. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm saying it's very disappointing as well. Yeah, it is. It is. Anywho, gentlemen, um, shall we? Shall we? Shall we move on to the next topic? Um, uh, we'll obviously then uh, get back to to that to that story of, of of what happened outside Cameroon at probably at a later stage when we have more information. So, uh, do you gentlemen want to go into yep. the Net Bank Cup? Yeah, Net Bank Cup. Uh, big fixtures there. Um, the draw took place a couple of weeks. Ago. And the PSL released um, the final details this week. I know that fine. Um, it's a big game between uh, the University of Pretoria against Chippa United. That's the first game of the Netbank Cup. Also, it will be played from the four, the four, yeah the, from the fourth of February. Uh, so then, then the team that knocked out Chiefs last season, giant killer. Uh, yeah, playing against uh, they playing against Maori Sundown. So that's going to be very interesting because both sides. Uh, I think yeah, I think we probably lost Jackie's audio there. Yeah. Um, but just to just to carry on, um, so that those games will be the the It'll first two games of the tournament. Of the tournament. Yeah, can you guys hear me? All right, all right. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, so those are the first two big games, and uh, but the big one for me, I think it's probably the biggest one in the in the in the, in the last thirty two is Pirates against Amazulu. Uh, for yeah. me, that's gonna be. A mouth-watering game. I, I'm expecting fireworks there. Uh, Benny going back. Yeah, Benny going back to Orlando. So, um, I'm expecting fireworks. Then, yeah, Kaiser Chiefs and Tears Galaxy is another one, man. Uh, the repeat of this is the 2017 final, if I'm not mistaken. The 2017, yeah, 2017 final where Tears Galaxy beat Chiefs one no from Zagela Lepasa. So, uh, I'm, I want to see what's gonna happen there. Um, so yeah, and then Mum Keys' team is playing against Cape Town City. It's another big game. So yeah, so 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 that's the draw of the last six, last thirty two. So we can't go all go through all, all of them because it, plenty of matches. But um, I'm expecting um, a lot of fireworks because they start uh, the first week of February next month. Yes, yes. But um, do um, you see any um, upset? Ah, um, uh, for me. I think I think Tears Galaxy is gonna is going to repeat what they did in the last in the last Netbank Cup. I think Chiefs, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, that's they're not getting anything this season. Uh, they're not getting anything this season. And I think Amazulu, uh, they they might surprise Pirates at home. I'm away. Rishis V won't surprise Sundowns. If, if 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 I have a, a player from Supersport and I have a player from Bolivia, forget. <laughs> Looking at the Netbank Cup features, I, I think it's quite interesting on almost all the games. Um, yes, we I think games like Marisburg United and Supersport as well. Um, I I don't see this any. I wouldn't say there's, there's a small game as much as we wouldn't like to entertain or we don't want to entertain the uh, the, the DSTV, I mean, the Glad African uh, teams. So, but yeah, I think all of the games are quite interesting. Hi, Mara, but if I, if I look at the draw, it's, it's I feel like it's, it, it almost feels like the, it was fixed a bit. Um, and obviously, I'm not saying it was fixed before people come for me. But uh, it feels a bit fixed because a lot of the the um, 
the Clyde Africa teams were paired together and yeah. a lot of the PSL teams were paired together. So for me, it looks like they're trying to get more uh, more of the Clyde Africa teams into the into the next round. Look, it, it possibly was a, a good draw and um, by coincidence it happened, but for me, it just looks very lopsided because we all know that generally what we end up seeing is we get we end up seeing um, David versus Goliath, so now it looks a lot more balanced. So I I don't I don't know I don't know I don't think, <sighs> but yeah we'll see. I think it makes the tournament a bit interesting. Although I would have much preferred um, um, come to the quarterfinals. You have uh, mostly the PSL teams. I guess there is the, the 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 beauty and the magic of having a smaller club, but you can't have all of them there, which is is, is just my one. Um, a criticism of the draw, but um, again, it was a draw, it was all by chance, so what can we say? You don't sound convinced. Uh, <laughs> let's just say, uh, 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 yeah, no, uh, it, it looks, it looks, uh, it looks interesting. <laughs> uh, let's, let's stop uh, speculating, you don't have uh, 500,000. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. UEFA once, once before, UEFA had a situation where some of the balls are warm, some of the balls are cold. So I, I'm just saying. I'm not saying they did. I'm not saying they didn't. I'm just saying. UEFA once had a scandal. Uh, but let me not, let me not also speculate. Maybe you have the five hundred thousand. Uh, you, if you have the five hundred thousand, see what you want to see. But... Yeah, it, it depends on what currency. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, let, let's move on. Um, over the weekend, uh, I know we touched on this last, uh, the last episode. That important tournament that Mohau loved so much was played over the weekend. Uh, the GSCB Compact Cup. It was a very, for me, it was a very, it was a very interesting, crazy, a joke to South African football. Could everything? It was just weird. It was a very weird tournament, to be honest. A weird... Hey, guys. Hi, I saw weird things. No, 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 so, no, uh... I saw the first game. It was boring. I couldn't continue. And funny enough, I think I, I, I fell asleep second half. So I don't know what happened in the second half. That's like you could see, You could see that uh, this players... Because apparently the players only met like a couple of... I think two days before. Um, where the, for the first semi-final was Coastal United playing against the Lady FC. Uh, Coastal United that has um, your Cape Town City, your Stellenbosch, yeah. Um, uh, then your Dina Lady has your Super Sport United, your Mamluri Sundowns, yeah. Basically, 20 teams you can put there. Because majority of the people, majority of the players were 20 players anyway, yeah. So Coastal United won 3 0 in that game, and you could see that, particularly when you're looking at the Dina Lady team. And looking at the Sunnos players, they were not interested in the tournament. You could see the players, they were just not there at all. They did not care about it at all, whatsoever. Only players like Coastal United, you could see that uh, they, 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 they were really um, fighting for that mm-hmm. one million rand that they're going to be sharing at the end of the tournament. But Dinaledi FC did not care at all. Then there was a second game between the Warriors and Amabuto. Um, for me, the first half of that game was perhaps the most boring half ever, but it got a little bit lively in the second half um, uh, uh, where 
a, a, a player from uh, the new signing near Kaiser Chiefs, Kaiser Chiefs, uh, 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 that one from Amazu, who scored an own goal for Amabutu. I, I, I mean, for, for, for the Warriors, it was very, it, you could see what that one was very much rehearsed. The, it, it was as if Nkare, uh, a certain person from that side uh, in, 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 in Naturena. Did the things. You know which team you're playing for now. I score an own goal. Uh, then after that, <laughs> then after that, what? What? But, but in looking at the positives of the tournament, I like the fact that I, I, I got to see a lot of um, uh, thingy DDC players. Yeah, that was that was a lot of positives. There was this kid. That scored against in a lady FC on his his first touch. Yeah, it's got a beautiful yeah. goal. Yeah, and we could, we, could, we also uh, had opportunity to see he got his first assist. So that's the only positive that you can take. But other than that, the format is like we said last time. It's it's a great um format for perhaps preseason. If you want to have uh, an, an a preseason tournament, you want to bring back that whole Vibelaya uh, Telcom Charity Cup. I think it would be great if they want to replace, uh, if they want to scrap the thingy, the the Colin Blakely Cup and introduce such a tournament. It would be great if they do that. But for me, I, it was just all over the place over the weekend. The quality was just poor. And uh, um, the Warriors won two one. They were playing against. Uh, Coastal United next this coming Saturday. Uh, is it this coming? It's this coming Saturday. It's Saturday or Sunday, if I'm mistaken. But before then, we're gonna have a third and fourth player. I don't know why we're even a third, even a third and fourth player. Because if it was me, uh, my players were going to come back immediately after that game against Coastal United. I was going to tell Kopi for Kopi to get a flight, take these people back to Gorkop because we've got, we've got better things to do. Because this tournament is just it's just doesn't make sense to me, man. But, Mara, like, Mara tell, yeah. tell me though, uh, apart from the money, what, what's, what, 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 are, how are the players benefiting? How are the clubs benefiting? I, I, to be honest, I don't know, Mark. I, I do not know. I think it was just, for me, it's like, it's like watching fantasy football, if I can, <laughs> to be honest. Fantasy football, yeah, yeah. You understand me? Uh, because I feel like, the idea is not bad. Like we said last time, the idea is not bad. But the timing is off. If if if, if it's like they're trying to make us forget to we are, we have Afcon and Rafan didn't qualify. You understand <laughs> me? Of course. We don't like they could have just like you know what they could have just shown us the highlights at the group stages to Afcon. I wouldn't have a problem, to be honest. We don't have to watch the DSTV compactor. But 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 anyway, there are some people who are loving it. There are some people who are actually enjoying the whole idea because some are saying that uh, um, it, it gives us an idea on how certain players would fit in, in their team. I'm like, I really don't care, to be honest. I really don't care because, <laughs> because if, 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 if I want to buy a player like Mbule, for example, I don't need to, I don't need to, have, I don't need to have a DSTV cup to show me over if I'm this player is going to fit in a sandals or not. Yeah. No. But the guys didn't buy him. No, we didn't buy him. But we'll talk about that after the, after at, at the end of the 
the, the episode. We've started also transfer, but for now, let's stick to DSW Premiership. That one I'm saving it for <laughs> for the end. But anyway, I think I think they can they they can take a lot of um, positive from it if 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 they decide that you know let's have this at next season again, ne? But at the beginning of preseason, I would fully agree. I would fully fully, especially if especially if I wanna um. It's 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 the end or it's during it's during the transfer window where your uh, your uh, thingy your teams have bought um, quality players and you want to show them off. It's a great platform for that, and it's also a great platform for MDC players also. But mid season, there's a big big problem. Classic example: um, Ricardo Goss got injured against um, against um, uh, Coastal United. That's a big problem because now, as Master Sanders has got a lot of quality, but you always want to have an extra extra player because of COVID. You understand me? Hence, teams now are buying a lot of players because they know that COVID might happen. What 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 happens if 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 a Dennis Onyango, Kennedy Mwene, or uh, Peterson uh, get injured, they contract or they test positive for COVID? What then happens? Are we now saying that we're gonna go and fetch a, a player from our GDC team? You see, there's a lot of things that we need to consider. So, 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 uh, it's just a lot of mixed emotions in regards to this entire tournament. But the the positive for you guys is that at least you can guys officially start celebrating silverware in the next couple of days. Over this weekend, you'll hey. we'll celebrate silverware. Positive for who? For you guys, Chiefs and Pirates fans. Amara, there's no Chiefs and Pirates. There's Chiefs and Pirates. It's, it's, the is but are they stand down stands. They think they 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 they're wearing Gucci those the whole day. <laughs> Everything I know, as you are fine, as you are fine. Hey, man, I stand down stands. But Mark, <laughs> you know, you know, you should go. Okay, you must watch the third and fourth playoffs and just see. There was I think there was a time where um our coach um our coach our coach um our coach for the coach for dinner lady he even said that. Um, you could see the majority of the players are not interested, and the only one or two players were actually interested. It was very, very, very disappointing. But I expected it because the mandate was clear. I'm sure at Lord Cobb that do not entertain such. We have better things to worry about. So yeah. But, but I think here's here's what I think. Um, so if DSTV and MultiChoice are listening. I think it's it's very simple. You need to give the players incentive. So in a situation like this, rather get the players to decide on a charity. Um, and each each uh, each of these uh, regions must now play for a charity or play towards maybe bettering football in their community or something. Mm-hmm. But give the players an incentive. Say this is what you are playing. Because I think if you give players money, yeah, sure, the Baroka players will, will be appreciative. The 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 was the, the Galant players will like, but at the end of the day, I don't think the PSL players. It's it's about just the money. I think if you give them enough incentive and you say, all right, show sure, um to bring back maybe the spirit of the Telcom Charity Cup, for example, uh, let's play for 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 different charities and whatever charity you you play for, um the winner gets X amount of money and the losers will get lesser amounts. 
Um, but at the end of the day, you are playing to say, you know what, we played for a charity or whatever um, that's, that's incentivized. So at the end of the day, um, the team can go and deliver the prize to the, to the chosen charity because, um, I mean, then it's a, it's a matter of pride as well. So I think going forward, they should be looking at that and not just necessarily giving the players money. I understand we, we still have a long way to go in terms of money in this country and, and football, but I think incentivize it in a different way. Incentivize it in a way that maybe will matter to the, to the human spirit because um, there's really no reason for, for if, I'm a, if I'm a Sundowns person to send my players to go get injured. There's really no incentive for me there. So I think going forward, maybe the chairmen can get involved and while the, the handover happens, you know, they like the spotlight. You know, Motsipa was born on TV. So they, they, they can be there in front uh, handing over these things. So I think incentivize it better. Um, don't just look at money. And I think you'll, you'll have a good tournament. And obviously make it in preseason, not during the season. Nobody's going to want to play. So, yeah. For me, ne. Uh, creativity, I think, poor. Zero out of ten. Absolutely poor. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm trying to think what were they thinking sitting in those boardrooms enjoying the Kofia Frisco, Kaltra uh, Mel, or the biscuits to come up with such things. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Check out even the names of the teams because Amabuto and Warriors, same thing, but the only thing that they did different <laughs> just to confuse us, but uh, they had zero creativity there. Very poor. Yeah, no wonder the Sundowns players are not interested. But anyway, let's carry on. Yeah, so th- there's been a lot happening in the transfer window. Um, we expecting. I remember a couple of weeks ago when I said that there's a certain player a certain player from Super Sport United could be, who's not who could be, he's heading to Sundowns. And you guys said, nah, no, 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 it's not going to happen. Nah. Mm-hmm. I can tell you now, this week, that announcement will be made. That announcement will be made that uh, a certain player, Tebo Mukwen, will be signed with Sundowns. Apparently, it's a four-year contract. Uh, there's also rumors circulating that he, he, he declined an offer from Anderlecht and decided to go with Bafana uh, Basta because he wants to win the league and wants to win the Champions League. You see, or that you're decision. offering him more money. Huh? It could be that you guys are offering him more money. It uh, does not matter. The fact remains that nah, he wants to win the league. <laughs> that's, not, that's not important, Mark. That's not important. The, the main thing is that he wants to win the league and he wants to uh, contribute. Uh, to the team winning the Champions League this season. And, you, um, how, how old is he? He's 20, he's 24, 25, I think. If his birth was yesterday, I think he's 25 years. So, yeah. And uh, I'm also hearing that Sipambule um, could be heading to Sundowns also, but Kaiser Chiefs are trying their level best to uh, 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 to get him. That's it. But now my thing is this. I think you guys don't like to pay. How is that going to work out? So, I'm trying to understand. Oh, Are you guys going to? Huh? Paying a player is not, it's not, it's not, it's not a big deal. <laughs> but but okay, do? so here's my thing. I think uh, my, my, my view on the 
on the on the Mukwena transfer. I think um, as I, I saw a few people saying that it's uh, it's quite imminent. Um, he's 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 technically he's signed, or if there's an agreement on, in place, and all I think that needs to happen is for him to sign and for the club to announce. Um, hey. From what hey, I gather, wait. wait, he has signed. He was at he was at training yesterday, ne, at Super Sport United. Now he said his goodbyes to them. Tomorrow you'll be at Lorcop. Okay, yeah, grand. But what I'm saying, uh, my my view on that um, on on the on the transfer, I think he should have waited because I think as much as yes, I understand that Sundowns is one of the biggest clubs in Africa. Cool, but I think he had an opportunity, and I think. His style of play would have he would have done very well in Europe. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying the PSL is not is, is not the greatest league, but I think for a player like him, to for his ceiling, I think he has a higher ceiling than maybe his his agent thinks. Because um, I think the agent probably has made the decision for him. We don't know, um, but I think he would have had a higher ceiling. I think, I mean, he he would have he would have bossed that midfield as as he got to Anderlecht. Um, but maybe maybe he's scared of the cold, so we don't know. I guess South African players are scared of the cold. So yeah, yeah but I also think I also think that it's uh, looking at the situation right now where most clubs are struggling financially. Suppose, but perhaps considered that uh, the transfer fee by Sundowns is actually more than Underland. It's possible you find that the Underland may be offered Super Sport, let's say twenty million. And Sundowns decided to give him 25 or 30 million. Obviously, going to go Sundowns. You understand? Yeah. Because you need the money. You understand me? So you need the money. So that also perhaps also played a big, big role. But at the same time, Mugwena did say that at the beginning that his his first choice is to 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 to, to go overseas or to go to Sundowns. That was his second option. But now also remember that um it's also uh, it's very important to 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 be very careful on where you go in Europe. Uh, I've seen a lot of players such as Pesitao. He went to he went to Belgium. He did well there, and I still believe that if Pesi perhaps stayed a little bit longer in uh, Belgium, he was probably going to get a better off and go to initially. He was actually going to do well. He was in England. It was going to be impossible for him to actually um, for actually for him to actually play. But now we're now saying that if if Mugwena went to Anderlecht, he was actually going to make it there. We'll never know now. But I think he still has time. Uh, maybe after two, three seasons, if the right offer comes, Sanders will release him. But now the thing with Sanders is that when they, they pay these people, you know, when is that when is that paid, money is, could be an issue. Uh, he might decide that, you know what, uh, because I'm getting a lot of money at Sundowns, I am satisfied at Sundowns. I don't have to um, perhaps uh, for go 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 overseas and and compete there. Yeah. So 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 it's 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 gonna be a question of whether or not he wants to um, reach his full potential in overseas. Because remember, I think here for him, I think. He should have gone to a bigger club in South African football, perhaps uh, two, three seasons back. If, if let's say, if 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 Mukwena went to Sundowns when he was still twenty-two, ne, 
I think by now, around this time, if an offer from overseas came, you was, Sanos was going to say not go. We have no problem with it. But now the issue is this. I think Supersport is just now desperate to cash in because they know that his contract is quarter to finish it and they do not want to lose him for free. Mm. And you can't, you can't, you can't uh, deny money from Sanos, guys, especially in January. So where it's all fine. December, you were busy uh, uh, enjoying the, the money there. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so I think it, it, it's a very it's a similar situation as um, Bule. I think Bule, Bule's contract ends I think June 22, <laughs> but support um can they they still can apply for thing a one year extension. Yeah, but now I'm hearing the Chiefs are interested in Bule. But now, like I, I said. Are you know, they always, willing to pay? I know you're always interested. Don't worry. You're always interested. Oh, there are also rumors about uh, Baragimang, Victor Litzwalo, and I'm not sure. Ah, that one. That one. Singi did say. Singi did say about it. You're always interested. But you have, you've got Sitev. You've got Sitev. So I think no. you don't need, you don't need uh, an embule or... You've got the tape. I think the tape is the no, one. So, no, 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 no. Like when it comes to, I think the Chiefs got it absolutely wrong. I mean, Sharp, I see Tevez, good player. He has done very well. He's gotten to the national team. But if we're being honest, right now, if you want to compete, you go for the best players. And who's that? To go for Mbule because you know his ceiling is high. So when you get him, you know that I know Sharp for good. Eight seasons, you can have him there, and he's going to perform at the highest level. Go well, buy the players because you can't you can't rely on Dolly right now alone. You need someone to to, to share the load. And Sharp, Sitebe, okay, Mara. If you really want to go out there and compete, you must go for the best players. And they needed to go for Mude and not give him a choice. Basically, say, listen, my man, you need to be here. The, here's the money. Let's go. Because we know SuperSport is struggling financially. I mean, at some point, they were on the verge of setting the club. So mm-hmm. why not? Why not? Put the money in front of Supersport and say, this is what we're offering. I mean, already Sundowns have taken basically all the good PSL players. So there's not many left. So go out there as Kaiser Chiefs and say, you know what? Do you want Kune? We can give you Kune. What by Kune? And then <laughs> get the right player. And then Victor. Yeah. <sighs> Now I'm asking J, uh, Mark, uh, Victor Lutualo. Victor Lutualo, good player. Again, I think I think the same with Siteb. I think what's going to happen, they're going to get two Chiefs. Uh, the, the, that shirt is very heavy. My brother, that shirt is very, very, very heavy. Uh, many have gotten into that shirt, coming off great seasons, only to chow bench. So I think, is he the type of player that uh, Kaiser Chiefs needs? No, I don't think so. I think, again, when you're looking for a striker, I don't think we can look in, in, within our borders. Our borders, doesn't, we don't have strikers. Like, it's fact. We don't, when was the last time we had a South African striker scoring uh, at least 15 goals? Hmm? And how often does it happen that it's a South African striker? So I think for a club like Chiefs, if you want to compete again, same thing you did with Dorkovic. Go outside. Look for someone who's been banging in goals. Even if it's a, a lower league nyana. But mm-hmm. get that person who's got that pedigree to score goals. 
bring them to the PSL. I mean, first season, we all know that they're going to perform because the, the PSL defenders will struggle and the coaches don't really know how to handle them in the first season. But again, if you need a, you need to go looking for a goal scorer. Let's uh, How many goals does he have this season? He's not the top mm. goal scorer. So why would you want him? He's number two. But he's not the top goal scorer. But he's number two. Obviously, obviously you won't, obviously you won't get a Shalili because <laughs> that's never going to happen. Not in a million years. But if 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 we if we have a player like but a player like Letualo, like I said, you all had an opportunity to, to get him while he was free. But Baxter was like, no, 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 he's not a kind of player for Chiefs. Maybe he's right. But, but I'm hearing Chiefs fans that they are now saying that they want uh, uh, Ashley Dupree from uh, Stellenbosch. But for me, Dupree is very similar to a Billiard and and um, Dolly. I don't see him as a um, as a as, as a goal scorer for me. You need you need a, a player like a Shalulile so when and if Chiefs does not have that, but you do have you have a Cambodia. But now, um, so far. So, far. <laughs> so that's also Arizona's also it's believed that they've signed also another player from um Bolivia, uh, a player that played uh that played that played at thingy Gaston Serena's former club in Bolivia. His name is Erwin Savreda. Savedra apparently Sanas paid 12 million for this player. He's a right midfielder, so it's going to be interesting. He's, he's only 25. So, and uh, he's been bought for the champions. So, so far, uh, two have been, one has been confirmed. Uh, two were yet to get a confirmation from But sources do say that um, they've signed Enatepa Mogwena and uh, Owen Savedra. So, I wonder who's going to be released at Sanos because obviously you're bringing a foreigner. But I think. Um, um, and Askimento, Augustine Serena have been here for five five plus years, if I'm not mistaken. So there could be an exception in that regard. So, so some players, Paris has been quiet. Yeah. Before you move away from Sundowns, um, mm-hmm. the guy Olko Trainlinilina, the the Ethiopian guy. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. How's it going? What about him? No, he 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 he. Arrived today, we in South Africa for the entire week. Then they're going to assess it um, because he's another player that Chief wanted also. But because now the thing is that announced does not want to bring in another foreigner. They're probably going to assess him and then perhaps loan him. If, if they do sign him, they might loan him to a team like uh, uh, thingy uh, Ducks because that's mm-hmm. usually the what Sanders does. And then when they are satisfied, they can bring him to the senior team. But he's he's not a bad player. He's he's a top goal scorer in the Ethiopian league. Um, I think he's a very similar player to 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 your Afonso, your Safranco in terms of height. You know the Ethiopians are very tall. So yeah, let's just see what the the coaches are gonna say. But I think. I don't think we need him. But like I said, because they just only give trying to assess him for now. Let's see what the, 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 the coaches are going to say. But that's but what... Also, but remember, yeah. um, I if I could be wrong, but remember the rule in the PSLF uh, regarding foreigners that if they've been playing for five years, 
then they are regarded as uh, as a citizen or as as, as localized players. Yeah. So yes, I think I'm maybe saying. that's why they're able to bring in um, another foreigner. Yeah, but remember, remember, Mark, you need to apply for that. You need to apply for that. Hence, I'm saying that if Sanos, uh, they did that last year, knowing the fact that uh, the likes of Nascimento, the likes of Gaston Serino, and Benia Serino, I think we signed him in 2017. Uh, Ricardo also. Um, the likes of those two, um, if they apply for that and there's an exception, then you can bring in your Saavedra and uh, Abu Bakr. Then it makes sense. But now, if we're going to be releasing also, I feel like also we need to release the players that have fled Sanders in Italy. Your Bangali, because Amir and Bangali uh, could be heading to Super Sport United. So, um, there are players that might be leaving at Sundowns, and this, there are players that might be loaned. So, uh, the decision perhaps was they considered that before uh, approaching a player like uh, Saavedra and, and Abu Bakr, they, 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 they took that decision. But other than that, I think the signing so far for me, uh, the, it, it looks proper. Standard is now, if you look at the midfield, they've got 10 midfielders. So they perhaps might release, uh, loan or release two or three you know, because you need a balance. Because I think one thing that Sanos uh, bought a lot of players, specifically for this season, is because of COVID. Because remember, a lot of our players have tested positive for COVID. You want to see a chief situation whereby uh, we'll be requesting for the postponement. We don't ask for postponement, we play. So hence, I understand to an extent why we bought extra players. For such situations, and you remember also a player like Saavedra, as a player like Ralani, are going to be very uh, key uh, when it comes to your Champions League. Uh, yeah, so to an extent, I understand. I'm just looking to see what the likes of Chiefs, Pirates are going to do because they've been very, very quiet in the transfer window, particularly Pirates. Shockingly, Pirates have been very, very quiet. Matter, mm-hmm. uh, you never know with, with with regards to those ones. The Kikidi, Kikidi head of uh, hijacking. They might hijack the Mbule deal here when you think Mbule is going to Chiefs Hunt where pirates. You know that person. You know that person who who's the chairman. Why hijack that demand? And then, I mean, okay, I, I see the bigger teams, but my question would be on smaller teams as well. Are they signing? Because I've heard, um, what's this, Marumo Gala, uh, Galancy as well. He's playing to release a couple of players. Well, not release mm. per se, but um, those players are waiting uh, when it comes to the decision whether are they staying with the team or leaving, the likes of uh, Lucky Mohomi, the likes of Ijumere Chopin, and the likes of um, Jocelyn uh, Kamatuka. So my question would be, uh, where are the new signings? Because, I mean, clearly you're not sitting comfortably when it comes to the DSCV Premiership. Marisbeck as well... Um, I think only Maris back right now. They've managed to sign a couple of players. The likes of um, like Ibalo, um, there's I think Tawanda, Machekia, Friday, Samoa. So they've signed a couple of players. But my question would be: those smaller teams, uh, which are occupying the relegation zone, are they signing players uh, to beef up their squad and maybe to um, to avoid that relegation zone? But oh, you know, I I hear you more. But also remember, and I think this is what even Mark was saying that. It, you need to be very careful. You need to be very careful because you're still in a pandemic and because uh, you don't have the finance to buy a lot of players. Hence, we've seen a lot of, a lot of uh, um, 
teams not buying players. Hence, I'm saying I was expecting the big guns to, to, to be spending more. Your Pirates, your Sundowns, your Kaiser Chiefs. And have maybe support sport there and there. But the only thing for me that has been very active ne, has been TS Galaxy. Galaxy has signed a lot of players. Galaxy is really uh, active. They, they, they signed uh, uh, Veteranea, Eswalus, uh, and Sundowns. We were made a couple of weeks back. That's I mean, they have going to, to help them. They have to. They're sitting on yeah. the bottom. Exactly. You see. But now, remember, the likes of Ubarro. I'm saying they, they have to. They need to be very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. But remember, uh, a, a coach like Tim, chairman like Tim Sukazi, he's got the finance to, to spend. And remember, when you buy a player like a Vuyomir, for example, it's more of you get an experience. You know, you wouldn't mind spending a few thousands on Vuyomir because you bring in that experience and he's got a history of helping teams um, avoid relegation. You understand me? But I'm not saying that uh, 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 it's, it's really surprising that, they not, that they're spending a lot of money. But a lot of people uh, were expecting um, the likes of Barroco to be spending money. But like I said, uh, if a team like Sanos comes to you and says, oh, no, let's, let's, we are, we're willing to offer you, um, offer you two, three players in exchange for this other player at the end of the season. It's a different story altogether. But now, for you to use your own money and spend a lot of money, let's say five, ten million on a player in like January, it's, it's 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 really really difficult because you're still in a pandemic and you don't know how you're going to sustain that throughout the entire season. You understand? Unlike teams like Sundowns, Pirates, and Chiefs. Yeah. So, but but basically, uh, I was just saying that. You need to be smaller unit clubs won't be spending a lot in January. I think naturally they don't spend money, spend spend a lot in January as opposed to bigger clubs because they're just mainly going to be looking to just to maybe get something that is missing there for 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 for, for that team. And remember, in January it's more expensive to spend money as opposed to um, the 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 August transfer window where it's the, it's 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 basically preseason. In January it's mid season. You don't want to spend a lot of money, particularly in the PSL. Yeah, I know. But I think that that's where maybe it's 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 going to be a bit tough for them because I think also you need to remember that South Africa has a culture yeah. of free agents. Uh, so <laughs> when whenever whenever it's a, the, the, this time, when and, um, what do you call this, in January, I think the smaller <laughs> clubs, they just basically consolidate. They wait for the guys whose, whose contracts will be terminated. And then they mm. like, for example, Voyamera moving now over to TS Galaxy. It's exactly mm. that. They're waiting for the guys to 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 get out of the contract so that they can uh, they can snap snap them up. Because I mean, all they have to do then is just make sure that they pay the guy well. And um, yeah, then that's that. Bob is your uncle. I mean, on my side, avoiding to buy players. I, I I don't see it being a good thing because I mean JK have raised an issue of COVID nineteen. What happened now if you only have two goalkeepers and all those goalkeepers were contractor COVID, and now you are told oh, no you cannot use COVID as a reason not to play games. So are you just gonna forfeit those games because now you don't have uh, your two goalkeepers to play games because banal COVID and then you're gonna have to miss maybe two or three games. And then yeah, but lose. yeah, but now Mahou, remember, I can give you an example. Maru, at the beginning of the season, they bought 
a lot of players. A lot of players. But still, at the beginning of the season, they struggled. You understand? And that's why I say that it, it, it's very much important for you to have um to have a lot of players at the or to buy a lot of players at the beginning of the season in such a situation like COVID. That's different. But now remember, in January, it's more difficult to get players unless you get a free agent or unless you're going to get a loan. It's different. Unless you're going to be getting loans from those players, from the, those teams, bigger partners. So as opposed to, to, to the beginning of the season, the beginning of the season, you have an opportunity to, to, to spend on a lot of players. January is a different story altogether. You, for me, January, January transfer window is, 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 is there just to improve the squad. Now, for example, if you know that you are lacking a striker like Chiefs, for example, is lacking a defensive midfielder like Chiefs, you look for those players. Even though it's, it's going to be difficult for you to get a quality um, defensive midfielder, but a team teams can can get a, a defensive midfielder striker, provided that they're willing to spend money. You understand? Generally, it's all about spending money. If you are not willing to spend money, it's going to be difficult to get a free agent. Yeah. So, 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 it's a question of at the end of the season, when you assess your team for next season, do you assess it very well enough? Because you can't say January, you want to now release maybe 10, five players or five or 10 players and you want to buy an entire squad. It's going to be difficult. You're going to be spending more. You understand me? But if you, at the end of the season, you are sitting and notice that we are lacking there and there and there and there. Let's have a budget for 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 for, for August. Ne? In South African football, August. Like that's when preseason is. Kim, yeah, yeah, preseason is in August in South Africa. Yeah, so you you have a budget for that um, for those players. Then it's it's a different ball game altogether. But now, if for for for, for if for January you're going to decide that I'm going to get a Mukwena or I'm gonna get um, bully, ne? but you're not willing to spend money. Forget you won't get that. You won't get that. You're going to wait for the end of the season ne? To, to, to get a Mukwena because the Mukwena will then be at the time uh, be done with Abarking, will be left with uh, a, a couple of months till the end of the season. Yeah, of his contract with your partner. So you will be able to perhaps sign a make him sign a pre contract. But now, if 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 you're gonna say that I'm going to spend that January, but you're not willing to spend, it's a problem. That's why teams are very very cautious with it. But one like I was telling someone, I'm like a team like Santos, for instance, they are they they can afford to spend twenty thirty million on a player in January, and they won't lose nothing because it's normal for them. But if you're a Baroka, if you are a um, Margalans. Ah, forget it's gonna be difficult. Only re- elite teams they are willing to spend. All right. Um, I guess uh, we've been going on for more than an hour. So um, I think uh, just um, obviously then the sh- obviously we don't want to go for on for too long. Um, anything um, just in closing from your side, gentlemen? Yeah. Okay. Uh, for for my side, I think. Um, I'm happy to see that Afcon is giving us goals. There's a lot of controversy. People are getting red card. There are people saying that we are Ghana. We'll go through to the next round. There are people. There are teams that are dominating the group stages and getting knocked out. 
that last the last uh, last 16 by Tunisia. There's a lot of things happening, I've got. And I'm also happy the fact that the Premier League is now um, getting to the stage and where we, a lot of people are starting to see that this is a team that could be in the top four at the end of the season. A lot has happened in the transfer window, like we said. So I, mean, uh, I just hope that everybody continues supporting us, interacting with us on our um social media, personal social media also. And yeah, man, let's continue having the conversation and interacting. And again, for next week, let's uh, continue supporting the podcast. Yeah, no, I think um, from, my, from my side, um, yeah, man, uh, so it's, it's good to be back. I think, yes, let's, let's interact on the world of social media. Um, it's at the Banter Club SA. Um, you want to give you a handle there, Jackie? It's at JM underscore Levia. Levia spelled L-E-B-E-A. Easy as that. And then you can catch me at KM underscore Mapori on all social media platforms. So sure. Uh, Mohal, any parting shots, Mohal? Um, yeah. Um, let's continue to support the podcast. Looking forward to the outcomes of um, the quarter finals, semi finals, up until the finals have come. But I'm also following, um, is it the Australian Open? So it's a bit disappointing that, um, who's this young lady, Naomi Osaka, has been kicked out of the, um, the Australian Open. So yeah, we'll see who will champions when it comes to that. I know. Thank you. Thank you for that update. But otherwise, uh, gentlemen. Hope you enjoy, and uh, we shall meet again here together next week. KBY. Peace. Subscribe on all our podcast platforms and YouTube at the Benta Club SA. Join CY, Mark, Una, Mohau, and Jackie on the Benta Club. Join us every week on the Benta Club. <laughs>